Welcome to the EWN Sport Fantasy Football Podcast, your homegrown community in the FPL universe. Well, guys, it's been an eventful week, and today the news has dropped. And Mourinho's back. Jose He's back in the Jose Mourinho. Oh, before we, Shayman, before we get there, let's just have a moment for Pochettino. Yeah, so Spurs, silence. yeah, Spurs let Pochettino go, and uh, I don't know. It feels like a mistake on the part of Spurs. I think as as fantasy managers, we're always thinking about you know these like how tough it is to be a fantasy manager. Yeah, you remember how difficult it is to be an actual manager. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the thing that stands out for me is like this has set the the cat amongst the pigeons. Like no one is safe. I mean, Poch, uh, Champions League final. <laughs> In a, in, a, in a bad season with all that expense that they, they incurred with the stadium yeah. no one is safe now Emre must be looking <laughs> over his shoulder that's um, the man uh, Solskjaer you know no one's safe yeah I mean yeah, the thing with, with Spurs what everyone's saying now is that the club has been in a bad space results wise for a while they've not really? had the kind of results they wanted for maybe a, a year that the Champions League final was an aberration it wasn't supposed to it was like you know they got there playing a few good games compared to playing consistently good football yeah. it could be an argument but I, me personally I mean if, you, if you're getting to the Champions League final in an off season then you're yeah. doing well you're doing something right because it's going to click and you're going to get back it's true and also just look at the budget that he had (laughs) you know what I mean so for them to sack him now with not giving him the financial backing is a problem yeah because what's going to happen is Mourinho in January is going to be throwing cash which is going to be very interesting and if I'm Poch and I'm looking in and I'm seeing the amount of money that Mourinho is getting I'm going to feel some type of way I might just go to Arsenal (laughs) <laughs> no, he wouldn't. He's, listen, one, one thing that one thing to be said about <laughs> one thing to be said about Poch is he's really crept into the heart of Spurs yeah. fans, and I mean, people talk about Poch as being a true and you know proper um, uh, coy's guy. You know, mm. like I mean, yeah. he looks like he 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 bleeds that club. So he's really come uh, of age in this Premier League. I mean, he, remember when he joined, he couldn't speak a word of English, and he, he kind of developed yeah. as a person and as a coach. And now. Yeah. Yeah. Top of his game, and now he gets booted. It's, I gotta yeah. feel feel something. For the you guy. see all those, uh, um, the like heartfelt goodbyes and condolences from the players already. Yeah, you know, Gaffer, we'll miss you. And so. Surprisingly, I haven't seen or heard anything from Spurs fans reacting to Mourinho. Mm. A lot of Spurs I've, fans um, have been quiet. Mourinho well, out was trending. It's like a world record. <laughs> Mourinho out is actually trending right now. Really? <laughs> I think that's so unfair. I think that, I, I, guys, honestly, I think that is so unfair. I mean, Spurs fans, you've got to, you've got to understand that they like the attractive attacking football. Yeah. So the thing about Mourinho, it seems as if he's bringing something different. And that's a question for fancy league managers. Does Mourinho bring a different kind of Spurs? Yeah. More clean sheets, less goals? Can, is that what... Can I, can I try something? I, like, we're all speculating, right? We don't know what, what's really happening. Yeah. Should we, like, go around the room and say, like, the most out, like, would, like, the most outlandish reason as to why this has all happened? Like, like I'm just thinking that, like, Pochettino doesn't have a strong Instagram following. And uh, yeah. Jose Mourinho, I've in, got in, the, in, the, in the time of, you know, social media, he's just going to bring in, bring in the, he's gonna bring the numbers. In the clout. Yeah. Okay, so I'll start. Okay, Spurs gonna get a I've, so I've, heard, I've heard that there was a problem with nepotism in the club. So Pochettino insisted on playing players like Lamela, 
and Lo Celcio oh, and the other guys got upset <laughs> and it was and all of a sudden they were like pointing fingers like hey don't be like don't bring your nepotism to our club oh, and crazy. yeah I, I'm going with that because personally some of those uh, Argentinian players hey I just don't know <laughs> yeah uh, headline I don't know man because for me it was shocking I was like what I'm getting sacked but like just out of nowhere but I mean, the reasoning behind it, I could, I could think maybe Kieran Trippier planned it all the way from Atletico Madrid. <laughs> you know, Trippier was like, "Come on, come on! I had a great World Cup, and now you're doing this to me. I'm gonna get you back." Like That's that. what happened. I like that. That is what happened. I, I feel like Poch told Levy uh, he wants Messi. He wants Messi, <laughs> and they decided like he just lost his mind right there. And so like, no, we can't it's have Messi a- or me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. What about you, Jason? I know mine was the social media thing. <laughs> Great I'm, ball. I'm in that world, so I accurate. just thought, you know, clearly he's got a good social media presence. Maybe he's. I was speaking to Jason just before the podcast about obviously the introduction of Mourinho. And obviously his new style of football might just interest um, fantasy managers in the aspect of, I think now is the time where you go for those attacking wingers. Because mm. being a fan of a club that uh, Mourinho has coached, if you looked at Bale under Mourinho, looked at Ronaldo yeah. under Mourinho, yeah. uh, Lucas Vasquez, obviously Real Madrid, Lucas Vasquez, um, real attacking yep. players on that counter-attack was so deadly. So if you look at Lucas and Son, mm. now you're licking your yeah. lips saying, just maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Just maybe. I mean, th- no, absolutely. When, when Mourinho was at Madrid... There were some big wins. Yeah. Some big, big wins. All, Lots of goals. All counter-attacking. Or what was, exactly. All and um, Isco came of age, I think, in that, yeah, during that time. Yeah, under him as well. Yeah, so uh, that's very interesting. You look at Mourinho at Man United, uh, then it was kind of a situation where he had to make do with what he had. Um, Still did really, really well. Think he about did, he did how he right, flipped eh? Luke Shaw around. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. through the back and fight, the fighting and stuff. Groomed, groomed All of a sudden, as well. yeah, came back as a he different player. Anthony Martial. down. <laughs> literally to build him back. I know, he did that to Shaw. He uh, did that to Shaw, yeah. calling him like, fat shaming him live. Yeah. But look and at Shaw now. Back, a see? barring injury, his, his it's all the, player of the season last season. The wider players should be the players you should look at right now. great Under Mourinho. Yeah. Can I just? I, I'm going off on a small tangent here because you mentioned Madrid. Did you see? Have you seen? No, the, don't bring it up. Yeah, don't bring it up, please. He knows what he's. He knows. Have you guys seen the um, the Wales yes. photo? Yes, <laughs> I saw or, that Bale's uh, flag. Wa- Wales golf, golf Madrid in that order. Yeah, <laughs> it's a jab that's like shade. I mean, that's a hell of a lot of this shade. Is, this is a Premier League fantasy um, podcast, and I want to say this on that topic of Real Madrid and Gareth Bale. Gareth Bale has been out for about six weeks, but is able to play into the national. How does that work? International break, you're available. How does that work? You know, well, I mean, ask more questions about uh, Madrid than it does about Bale, I think. I've put Mitch into a spin. <laughs> I don't know. Could we see a return of Bale to, to Spurs? I wonder. Yeah, did, how did he do under Mourinho? Very good. Very good under Mourinho. Mm-hmm. Remember, mm-hmm. he had that, he did that, that little run goals, against those two goals, um, Champions League goals. He had Champions it? League goal. He had um, that, that, no, that was there, but that was, but that was, uh, yeah, that was Zidane. No, no, that was Zidane, yeah. That memorable El Clasico where he kicked the ball around and then he ran outside the touchline mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. and then he yeah, caught the ball that again. That was, that was, that was Mourinho. Mourinho brought him in, if I'm not mistaken. Mourinho brought him in and, and Modric. So, I mean, to pick up on your, on your, on your point, Mitch, from earlier. You know, it brings me to my dumb question, and and sorry to jump the gun here, yeah, but yeah. I mean, we've got a new manager in the Premier League, a, a legendary manager, um, a Spurs manager now. 
how does that affect the way I see the see the league at the at the moment? I've got no Spurs in my team. I've got no Spurs players in my team. Should I be looking at, for example, as Mitch pointed out, a son? Um, how do I? Should I be bringing Kane in? I don't know what's what's the relationship going to be like between uh, Mourinho and Kane. Um, it's it's left me with a lot to think about here. Yeah. And, and where great, should I be? Great facing question. my thoughts. Yeah, it's I mean, a great question. Yeah, it's a question I, I want answered as well. Not a dumb question at all. <laughs> no. I think. <laughs> I think for me personally, if I'm looking at knowing Mourinho and the ups and downs and emotions that he's given me over the years, uh, when you're looking at Spurs players, obviously, as I said, the wide attacking players, but also the, the guys who hold the ball a lot more in the middle of the park. So if you're looking at your Ericsons, if Ericsson stays, he could be a factor under Mourinho. And I feel like Mourinho will bring him in like how he did with Luka Modric, McTominay. Yeah. I feel like he could be that player that the ball could revolve around. Also... Um, I'm going to say it again. I've been saying it for the past couple of weeks. Delhi Ali, I'm telling you, I, this is his season. This is the turnaround that he needed. Mourinho in. As much as, yes, they're going to have a fight. Yeah. I feel like there's going to be arguments between those two. But he's going to become a better player. Hold on. Do you think he's going to pick on one player? Like, like he seems to do now and then. It's going to be Delhi Ali. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. yeah who's, who will be the new Luke, Luke Shaw? Delhi Ali. Yeah. Or, or Pogba. That's, that's, that's why I think it is. And I feel like because if you look at him over the past couple of years, he's shown growth as a player. He's played for England, played for Spurs, yeah. in like, and good. showed up in good moments. But there's just something that lacks. So you might see Dele Ali then, then reap the benefits in like a season or two. I think so. Hmm? I think so. And I, and I think, so, and it's an interesting one. It's a very interesting question. Uh, we've, I think it's gone both ways yeah. um, when a new manager comes in. Sometimes uh, it doesn't work. Mm. Sometimes it it does work, but it takes some time. Sometimes there's an immediate yeah. uh, effect, like the, yeah. the cha- you know the yeah. the change room. I, mean, I think uh, Southampton change. last season. Yeah, I think they they mm. a new coach and it turned them around yeah. immediately. They were up there, but okay, not anymore. But but I'm not gonna lie. From from, from my perspective, I am gonna start looking at Spurs. I'm looking at their prices now. Like we, so, we've we've kind of left them for a few weeks, and I've never seen Kane at ten point eight. Hmm. Maybe yeah. there'll be a. So I think there's. Definitely, I would I would certainly start monitoring Spurs more than I usually have. Yeah. Um, I definitely are. Someone like Son, I think we could. We're already looking at, especially in this period now, when Man City are going through a bit of a rough patch, and we've got the likes of Sterling and De Bruyne that we maybe want to switch to. Yeah. But we didn't have anyone to switch to. Yeah. Maybe now, you know, someone like Son is um, gonna look. In. But I'm quite excited because I was telling as when we were talking much earlier. And you were saying he'll, you know, you know, Jose's the the bus man. He'll, yeah. He's going to shore up that back line. I I've got Gazaniga, um, so I'm I'm quite excited to see mm. whether maybe some more clean sheets will come come from that. What's his price now? Is he at five? It's four five. Four four point five. Oh. Yeah. yeah. No. Um. Uh, thanks for the question, Adrian. Because I'm sitting with Son, um, and for me, it's also a question of what's what. How how is he going to react? Fortunately, Son has been performing throughout this patch. Yeah. For Spurs, so I was going to keep him keep him anyway. But if you've got Kane or Son, of course you're going to keep. But you're going to be watching very closely as to see how they fit in into the new thing. So I mean, it's, it's a wait and see kind of game. Yeah. Um, and like Jason says, perhaps you know some Spurs assets are a little bit on the cheap side, so it might be a good a chance to jump on them early. Um, but we'd have to wait and see. I I rate Mourinho as a coach, so I only yeah. think they they are, they are now stronger. Not because Poch is a bad coach, but I think because Mourinho brings quality and an injection of something new. So yes. yeah. the guys are going to want to perform for him and so on. Um, and plus, maybe those Argentinian players get dropped a bit. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I think, yeah, if you if there's a game to watch this weekend, maybe it's West Ham Spurs. Got to see what's the immediate knock-on effect, yeah. impact that Jose. Look, I still think I still back Spurs in that fixture. Still back Spurs. Just the, the individual talent and yeah, quality caliber, yeah. will still show. And I feel like with a Jose Mourinho, he instills this fear into the players. Like just coming into the dressing room, um, he'll bring the sense of fear, and all of a sudden that will just spark. Just another point on this, you know, Spurs and Mourinho. I think uh, Pochettino was hard done by yeah. with the um, Kane injuries. So Kane has been injured quite a bit the last two seasons. And I think Spurs need Kane beyond anything else. They need Kane to fire at all times. Mm-hmm. As a captain, as a forward, there's mm. the goal scorer. I mean, Son does a good job standing in, but they still need Kane as that speared, you know. And I think... Mourinho is going to need a strong striker. He had Lukaku. Um, he's he's always had somebody who could go to. He go in at Madrid. Chelsea. Chelsea's always had Drogba. Drogba. You remember yeah, Drogba? Drogba? He's Drogba, always Chelsea. had someone. And if he doesn't have, I think if he doesn't have Kane fit, he's going to struggle like Pocha struggled. Yeah. That's that's just it. I think Mourinho alone's not going to change things. I think um, I think it, it relies on Kane. And probably, if you're talking about Kane, you're probably talking about getting in another striker to compete with him because that's what Spurs haven't done for the past few seasons. They've just left Kane and they've had no competing forward. And I don't think that's... And with Spurs, yeah. we don't have a lot of money at the moment. Uh, they're going to have to s- sell some big names perhaps to, uh, Ericsson's to bring in the, a new striker. Ericsson's the man that's, that's looking that in January might just be joining my team. Mm-hmm. Which is why they've brought in mm-hmm. Jose Mourinho because he's good on social media and it's going to be an additional <laughs> revenue stream. Yo, look, no, 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 no. But that's real though. Jose Mourinho in terms of selling and buying oh, yes. players yeah. is incredible. You can't argue that except for Sanchez. I think that was the one. Some <laughs> <laughs> <Except for> Sanchez. <laughs> but besides, hey, he played well in Chile. But besides that, in terms of buying and selling, he's the one manager where you look at. Does he still what? have the pool? Does he still have the pool, though? Do players still look at Mourinho and say, oh, I'd love to play for a Mourinho team? Guaranteed, yes. Yeah. That's actually, yeah, that's an interesting thing. That, like, do you think he's uh, damaged his reputation yeah. at all by being, like, a little bit eccentric? No. No. Do you think people I feel still, like he'll, they still will take him seriously? I think the football community. Expects that of, of Jose. Yeah, uh, only his third they, season is a problem, but the first two will <laughs> yeah, be fine. Yeah, Listen, yeah, so, yeah, he's, yeah. so he <laughs> always wins a trophy in his first season. Like he's always he's done it at Inter, he's done it at yeah. Madrid, he's done it at uh, Man United. I mean, that was hard, and he did it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like so he's always won a trophy in his first season. And Spurs, we know, are dying for a trophy. They'll take anything. <laughs> Audi Cup doesn't come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so, yeah, that's very interesting. Kudos, Mourinho. Yeah, great question. So, um, guys, before we go on, we had a little bit of a, a little bit of an international break, didn't we? Yeah. Um, Just a any, any, any highlights from it? I, I can tell you the number one thing for me was watching um, Salah's fitness. You know, pictures of the foot, and you know, does mm. that look swollen? Does it not look swollen? And I guess he's had enough time to rest. He's not. He's not marked or anything, is he? I uh, think I know. I think that was just a Liverpool strategy, man. <laughs> Did you see how many players they pulled back? Yeah. Honestly, as a FPL manager right now, I'm smiling from ear to ear because all majority of the players that they pulled back are majority of players that I have in my team. So the risk of them yeah. getting into injured international break. I see Robertson had a bit of a niggle and he didn't play last night. I don't think he had a niggle. <laughs> I just feel like it's that pulling power. <laughs> I feel like if your if your country is close to qualifying or has qualified, then what's the point? Yeah. Also, what's the point of Salah playing for Egypt? Yeah. Even the Egyptian fans will forgive him yeah. because there's no real reason for him to play 
um, for Egypt. Yeah. I think look, Mane played one game and then he didn't play the second game, something yeah. like that. I'm, I speak under correction. I uh, played like Swaziland or something. A, a half. Yeah, like a half. And then got taken what, off. Was it Eswatini they played, yeah? I think so. I think so. Is a yellow card or something? They're saying he got he pulled got pulled off because he had yeah. a yellow card. But anyway, I mean, it, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. I mean, mm. look, that's the one thing. And then the other thing to talk about is the England camp. <laughs> you know, the Joe mm. Gomez, uh, Sterling debacle. I mean, that's that's horrific if that happens. And I wonder how that kind of might play into fantasy league in any way. I'm sure the guys will put it behind them. And maybe Sterling will get fired up a little bit more because he's taking a lot of flack for his reaction to the Gomez tackle. Yeah, I think, you know what, I think, look, it's Raheem Sterling under Pep Guardiola. Whatever he, whatever happens on social media outside, yeah. it's still Raheem Sterling under Pep Guardiola. Yeah, he's yeah. still a proper baller and he'll still get you points in FPL. Yeah. Um, Joe Gomez, however, is he the number one centre-back at um, Liverpool? Not really. So in terms of that, it's I think kind of third wearing, choice now. Exactly. If, fit, yeah. if you weigh it, even Lovren's ahead of him. Yeah, Lovren's you know. the world's greatest defender. <laughs> 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 He's the world's best. So in terms of points, I feel like look, if you're an FPL manager, you're watching all of this drama unfold. Don't worry. Once Raheem goes back to Pep Guardiola, Pep Guardiola is just going to stroke him, give him a kiss on the cheek, and he's going to be banging in goals, <laughs> guaranteed. That's talking, it. talking about goals, uh, Pookie got some. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that, eh? ah. just. I'm gonna be honest, guys. <laughs> no, I, the <laughs> silence only, only scores in the international oh. break. Though. I was just saying, I'm honest. I, I didn't watch any international games. I, I properly tapped out for the week. Good man, because we've got something like nine games coming up in 40 days. Or mm. we're, we're we're back, and now I'm excited. <laughs> like now I'm here. But I, I tapped out for internet. He, from, I fully yeah. embraced the IBS. Yeah, no, I've I've, pick, I've been picking up uh, Stompies here and there, you know, like kind of. Yeah, no, I saw I saw Pookie's goals and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I this is them. interesting. But I feel like in terms of there was a high, bigger motivation for him because they wanted to qualify, you know, so they did qualify, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but look, they're playing Norwich this weekend. I mean, I'm playing Everton this weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the one thing I can say about the international break uh, that, that kind of got my attention was Italy and, and the return of Italy. Uh, oh, wow. 11 straight wins, yeah. uh, Roto Mancini in the, in the hot seat. Um I missed Italy on the international oh, yes. scene at World Cups and and, and, yeah. Euro, and Euros, and and it's great to see them uh, coming coming back with a force. And with who's, the who's pulling these things now? Is Jorginho like the sort of playmaker, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I the mean, new Perlo for them? Look, I, I didn't watch them play yeah. to be quite honest, but I, you know, I've I've been watching the the results and and then the nine one victory over I forgot the name of that they played now, yeah. but nine uh, one the last uh, uh, sorry it was as uh, Armenia. That's it. Nine one against. I mean, yes, it's Armenia, yeah. but you know, it's it, still it just shows yeah. the 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 kind of they're back. Yeah, yeah no, Jorginho, Jorginho has, I think, from like I want to say game week five onwards, he's become this different player. He's he's sort of become a senior player at Chelsea. I don't know if you've noticed in mm. terms of the yeah. role yeah. that he's playing. You're looking, you don't look at him like he just came in like last season. He looks like a seasoned player. Has been there for three, four years. He looks like he's played with Frank Lampard yeah. uh, by the way he's going about things, which is just incredible, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, li- I lie. There was one thing that I actually noticed <laughs> in the internet. I, like, I know I say I stay away, but I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> is I noticed that um, like, uh, for England, uh, Oxlade Chamberlain was playing right behind Kane. Hmm. And they seem to be experimenting with him up front. And that just got me quite interested in maybe he's a differential potentially for Liverpool. But I don't think he's playing a lot of minutes. But he's being yeah. played in other in But other when leagues. he does come on, he actually does fit into that sort of um, edge-of-the-box yeah. role. 
which is very, very interesting. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think it almost seems as if his instruction is to take shots at goal when he plays for Liverpool. Yeah. Just great to know if he's sitting on your bench and you just need somebody to plug in. I mean, he might play 20 minutes and take yeah, five shots at goal, you know. And especially in this period now where we're going to be seeing a lot of football, expect a lot of your players to, uh, to play. Your bench is going to be important. Yeah, this is yeah. now yeah. bench time. This I'm is on a mission to do that, yeah, yeah, just to get a bench that plays. Also, yeah. staying on the international vibe, uh, Jeannie Van Halen. Yo, yo, <laughs> I, baller. <laughs> I've been watching. I've been watching. Watch out. I've been watching. And, wow. Um, yeah, no, even for Real Liverpool. Baller. I think um, they were saying that if Fabinho plays more often, Wijnaldum gets to go forward. Yeah, that's, then, a, yeah. that's what I've noticed. And you know, we can just crack one out of nowhere. <laughs> so in terms of that, it's, it's also interesting, plus assist as well. Because if you look at it, Henderson also just plays more of a, a slightly at the back role, like he teams yeah. over Fabinho. And you see Gene Wijnaldum operate yeah. more up front, helping up the front three. So in terms of that could be also a player that you could look out for and say, just maybe... If Henderson's playing well, Fabinho's playing well, then Genie might just push it a little bit forward. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm happy to hear be that because I well. just transferred him in. Hey, come on! <laughs> Ooh, that's nice. It's nice that, to that's know. He could be the glue that, and if no, they want to experiment with Oxley, he could be the glue that, that keeps the front three together. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a great so, call. Great I mean, that's a great shot. With the fixtures coming up and, and him being freed up potentially, I think it's a great shot. And he plays, he plays almost every minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, I don't know if you've got anything else. One last thing from the international break. Um, there is now a 3.9 defender in the game who's fit. Winston Reid is now fit, guys. Uh, he Aston played for... No, he, yeah, I think... Uh, uh, West, West Ham? West Ham, yeah. West and he, he, he played for New Zealand during the break. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Make of that what you will. I don't think... He's, he's a good defender. He's, yeah. He and he's got job. experience in these yeah, like he does. Look, I don't think yeah. he's starting. I think he, Fredericks is ahead of... He hasn't um, played a single minute yet. Yeah, he was, he was injured. Mm-hmm. Oh, was he? Oh, so from the beginning, it was at yeah. the beginning of the season. Yeah. No, no, no. But I don't think he's the first choice. So, but anyway, there's it exists. You see, <laughs> someone like a three point nine. I'm bringing them in purely because they're right at the end. Exactly. And they just they're never going to play. It's like no. if you need point one, it's not <laughs> bad. A transfer eh? three point nine. Actually, if you know, you probably never. There's always one person on the team you're probably never going to use. Yeah, mm, it's not yeah. bad. Yeah. Right. Uh, so that's been quite uh, informative. I think I've learned quite a bit about. Uh, about what I should be looking out for. Uh, Mitch, are we going to do Stats Corner? I think you might bring up something there. Maybe we'll briefly touch on it. All right. So I was just scrolling through, going through the threat, which is very interesting because um, obviously you broke this down for me. Because I was looking at the players that are in the top four, which is obviously Sterling, Salah, Firmino, who doesn't have a lot of goals, and Aguero. Also, in terms of minutes, hasn't played quite a lot. But Sterling obviously running things there in terms of being the, the biggest threat in the game. So this is a th- the threat stat. Yes. Yeah. So okay. in terms of FPL, Sterling is the person that's running it. He's miles ahead from who comes in second place, which is Salah. So in terms of creating goals or scoring goals, Sterling could be your man coming in at 12, uh, at 12 million. And then Salah coming in second, 12.3. Um, and then also who's very close is Firmino. And Firmino yeah. is only nine uh, nine point four, so I think it's just a point one percent that separates Salah and Firmino to be who's the better, yeah. biggest threat in. Mm. I mean, Liverpool. Jason, I don't know how you uh, look at this, but threat used to be my number one stat to look at purely because it shows how often a player gets into the box, into the penalty area, and how often that player shoots at goal in some way or the other. So basically, it means the player with the with a higher threat number is 
is getting more chances at goal. So you are mm-hmm. your odds are almost better. I, I used to like that stat, but but often it doesn't pass the eye test. Well, does threat determine? Is that just expected and not? It's not actual? quite expected goals. It's just kind of like the amount of times your the players in a, in a goal scoring position. Um, like everything, I take with a pinch of salt. I do I do like looking at threat. I think it speaks to uh, the talisman. If you can see that someone's just outright a threat within a team, but then, mm. then obviously a lot more players going through them, and they just seem to be a priority in the team. So yeah, I mean, I didn't think that at the top the th- uh, of the threat ch- uh, charts would be Sterling, which is interesting now because that like throws a little conundrum yeah. to me because I'm actually looking to ship out Sterling, but I've also been wanting to to keep him because I think that everyone rates in that City uh, Liverpool game. Everyone was saying that Sterling was the best player. Yeah, he was the best player on the field. In, on the field, yeah. well, for for City at least. Well, I, I and I'm just like, yeah. oh, I don't know if I can get rid of, of uh, Sterling. So, so yeah, he's the so highest threat, which yeah. is really cool. If you're looking for someone cheap who's also in the top ten in terms of threats, Wesley at Aston Villa, really? he's higher than Mane. What? Really? He's higher than Mane, sure. which means maybe he doesn't convert as much, but yes. he's getting into positions to create more opportunities for himself. So it's very interesting. Some cheap, some cheap guys. That in there. is that is a quite Yata brilliant. in there, Jimenez as well. In I there. think that's quite great to look at. But very, but it also it also kind of shows you the problem with the threat stat, in that Salah's threat is massively high and always is because he gets into the box, yeah. you know, does the dribble, and then he. Stays up front and he also shoots quite a lot, yeah. much more than Mane. But Mane's conversion rate is ridiculous. And if you and you and, and on the eye test, Mane looks like he's taking, he's getting the better opportunities. Well, at yeah, least this true. season. Yeah. So, for me, I'm now swayed a little bit more to the eye test compared to the threat because yeah. if I just looking at Salah and Mane, I feel like Mane's like like w- you know worth getting in. Where Salah, I, I'm a big Salah fan and I think he's great for FPL. I just don't know if he's worth all of that. And I don't know if the threat is just a, if that threat can be, you know, sort of result in points. I think it also comes in with the fact of like uh, Robertson coming down the left. So Robertson, who's arguably has is in the top three of the most assists when he's crossing, he's crossing to Salah yeah. to the right side. So I think that could be a factor as well if you're looking at. Well, they've in terms got of, yeah, they sort of got both 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 flanks, both <laughs> flanks coming up. Yeah. So in terms of who's getting the crosses in more, um, you find yourself Robertson overlapping money, money fetching the ball and giving it to yeah. Robertson. Yeah, so I think see, so. It's I kind of that, and that's why the eye test is so good because you see yeah. money's work rate higher than Salah's, mm. but in terms of the ball getting but, delivered in the box. For the final touch, but don't you think we're at a point with Liverpool now where it's either or? It's either whether you have yeah, Robertson or, or or Alexander that's Arnold, true. whether you have Mane or Salah, nice. it's it's really just like on the day it could be anyone because nice. they play so well down either flank. It's like yeah, yeah. I mean, true. it speaks to their level of consistency and and how those guys have been performing for throughout from since last season actually. So um, yeah, the the quadruple threat of of Mane, Salah, um, Alexander Arnold, and and Robertson. Fantastic. And what about you? Do you uh, do you look at this threat? Do you, um, do you I don't, take it into actually. account? I don't. Um, I, I do try and do the eye test. I do try and look at the uh, the other stats in terms of their their form. But um, yeah, threat I haven't considered to be quite honest. And maybe it's something that I should be uh, looking at a bit more seriously. 
Yeah, I think um, if you want to look at it, it's nice to, to sort of go to any team and check who has the most threat. Basically, it means that the ball is going to that guy and he is the one taking the shots. Yeah. I was yeah. about to say, for me, actually, I sometimes use threat as almost the, the final decider. Yeah. If yeah. I'm looking between two guys and then yeah. I go through all of them, ICT yeah. index, yeah. threat, creativity, and if some if someone yeah. just constantly is you know beating me, I, I go for, like, well, yeah, for, surely, come on. For me, it's the gap, the gap that that is created. Like if you've got a threat of six hundred versus five hundred ninety, then I'm not going to care. Mm. But if 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 sort of Salah's on six hundred and mine is on three hundred, then I'm like, oof, that's massive. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. So yeah, I've actually been putting that to effect on uh, if I wanted to get a second Sheffield defender. <laughs> Which one would I get? Out of? <laughs> I no, mean, obviously, right. Lord Lundstrom reigns supreme, yeah. but who would you choose out of the second one? Yeah. And, then I, and then I went digging yeah. into the threat and all of that. Yeah, so, you. yeah, and the thing is with the, the Mane Salah thing is really difficult because they priced almost the same, 12 and 12.3 now. So it's it's really a toss-up. Mm. really is a toss-up. Right, so um, let's have a look at our mini-league, um, EWN Sport Fantasy Football. Um, Mitch, have you got it up? What's happening? All right, so just to recap, going into this game week, uh, coming in at number one with 700, 771 points, Kalhat Rangers. So shout out to them. They're still there. Mohammed Superman are also close behind with 745. In second, Apex Legends climbing up with a green arrow. Uh, with 732 points That's and your then brother, also Wes. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thanks thanks Adrian <laughs> thanks followed, for reminding me by my brother yeah. anyway <laughs> and then your brother comes in uh, Adrian at uh, fourth place with 726 um, so yeah so embarrassing so that top four is, is already cemented yeah. but look it could change <laughs> it's very very tight uh, just looking at the points and everything just one game week could find your, you could find yourself sitting yeah. at 50th and shooting up to at least I want to say 40 in the 50 range so just depending on how well you play that game week or who you captain this week could just yeah. benefit you in a big big way Right, so uh, now we get to the business end and it is the preview of game week 13. Unlucky for some, but hopefully lucky for us. Mm-hmm. We start with a clanger, an absolute big, big game considering the events of today. It's West Ham hosting Spurs at 2.30 and we've chatted about this a little bit before, um, but I think it's worth going around the room on this one. Um, I mean, of course, it could go either way, but I believe Mourinho is being announced in the week. He'll probably take a training session. I don't know if he'll be at the game. Um, yeah, that remains to be seen. But I think, I feel like it's going to have a positive effect, especially because West Ham, I don't rate them too highly. That's just that's just me. I feel like Spurs are going to win that game and they might win handsomely, um, either because they're angry or because they have to do it for Poch or they're doing it because West Ham are just not. Boss, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's my feeling. Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't think about that. They are the, wanting to impress the, the new manager. I agree. I think they're going to... They'll beat West Ham. I think the honeymoon phase will be in effect. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be it'll be a bit uh, tricky to get a, to pick a captain from Spurs though, because it is a bit of a you're not sure. Yeah, I don't think I don't think your captain should be in Spurs right now. I yeah. honestly just have a Spurs player. You'll get maybe a few points, six points max, but to have a captain, yeah. I doubt it. Kind of like if you have hold, if you don't have then maybe wait a, a week. Yeah, wait a week. Yeah, it doesn't really affect as a manager. You don't... Well, Spurs, Spurs play Bournemouth next week at home, so it could be a good time to bring them. Yeah. And they've got a decent yeah. run of fixtures, so yeah. watch the game, see what happens. Yeah. So that's a must-watch fixture. 
First one up, 2.30 Saturday. Then the five o'clock kickoffs. It starts with Arsenal against Southampton. Well, that's where we're starting off. Adrian, <laughs> how's that one going? Southampton recently have been a bit of a whipping, whipping. They've yeah. been whipping boys, and then they came back. So you know, and, and that's and that's the, the puzzle for, for Arsenal. You know, which which Southampton are they going to get this week? Uh, the ones that uh, are, are fighting back, or the ones that are just going to lay down and, and, and die? And, and Arsenal could go either way. Interesting to see who they start with, uh, who Emre starts with. He's clearly going to be feeling some pressure given the, the movements in, in the managerial sector. Um, but I, I would still say Arsenal comfortable, at least a 2-0. Come on. Come on. 2-1. <laughs> one, you all can see. 2-1. A lot of the podcasts I listen to keep touting Arsenal as the, as pure differentials at the moment and yeah. they keep talking about the two names that keep popping up ben, uh, what, no, Bellerin and Tierney oh. I keep hearing those <laughs> names Tierney yeah no he, he is he is uh, I'm just like, like maybe but no I don't know that's uh, but that's up to that's look it's United <laughs> that's uh, up to him yeah. man but then you know then you might as well look at Aurier from Spurs I mean the level the, the defensive the defensive stats don't look good I don't know yeah, I know, true. But yeah, you could get returns. Okay, let's look at a couple of the others. You have Bournemouth hosting Wolves. Um, that should be a tough game. Bournemouth need to get out of a rut and Wolves seemingly on the up. Uh, Brighton host Leicester. Leicester, I think, such an attacking force and defensively good. Brighton, though, also defensively good. Um, and we might see that game might be one of those um, seven or nine pointers for Ryan in goal. Because, you know... Even More in, shots, he's yeah. sort of in a losing team he still sort of rakes up the points so. I'm excited for that game I think that'll be really cool I'm still looking at uh, Trossard from Brighton he's yeah. like he's 5.8 mil and he's what they're calling him like um, like uh, Messi-like mm. yeah. that's, so, that's, I know that's, that's, but I he's not my words <laughs> but he's dealing with a groin injury so, yeah. so or a hamstring injury so that's uh, yeah, but, but, but I mean Vardy Vardy owners are Oh, well, quite. Ooh, yeah. They're looking at that as a captaincy Cap- option. Yeah. Captaincy option. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then we then we're looking at um, Crystal Palace hosting Liverpool, and I think that is probably a bit of a juicy one for for any Mane and Salah owners because I mean you'd expect Liverpool to be attacking in that game. Yeah. Um, they're going to want to cement their position at, 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 the, at the, the top. At the top. Yeah. If you have Liverpool players, captaincy option there as well. I definitely agree with that. What if you've um, only got Liverpool defenders? Would you captain one of them? No, I don't think so. I feel like Sal. I feel like Zaha will squeeze a penalty or uh, foul or yellow card. I'm, I, can't I can't wait. I can't wait for when when we have a podcast and I can come in and I can show you my double hauls with both <laughs> Robbo and Alexander Arnold. <laughs> <Come on, laughs> I won't. I won't shake. Okay, well, we're happen. still waiting. Gonna, well, no, I'm I'm still waiting. Don't worry. Watford host Burnley. That must be the pick for a goalless draw right there. I mean, that kind of looks like a game where you might struggle for goals, but they might surprise us. I don't think so. The way Chris Wood just came back from injury, scored a goal. Um, He was on my bench last game. He gave me six points. So Chris Wood and Ashley Barnes up front is is deadly, guys. We need to remember that. Um, And Watford led in a lot of shots, eh? Yeah, and then, look, I feel like Watford should have the ball more. Um, but in terms of yeah, going they, front, I yeah. feel like the conversion rate in terms of goals scored, Burnley has the upper hand. So not captaincy option, but if you have Chris Wood uh, or Barnes in there, that's not a not a bad shot. Someone who's on my radar, um, but they've, like Burnley have got a very like weird uh, run of fixtures coming up, is uh, Dwight McNeil. 
Someone who I yeah. who I thought of right left at the beginning of the season. Player. Left yeah. side player. It's got a, an amazing like cross in, he, and he's slowly but surely ticking along. One goal and five assists. Yeah, nice. And he is a uh, six mil. Nice. Here's a tough one. Um, Everton host Norwich. Now, I'm still sitting with uh, Dinia. This <laughs> <laughs> is last like Ash. I know Ash has got him as well. Ash is not here this week, by the way. But I know Ash has got him. And I'm holding for this week because Everton uh, Norwich is a game where Dinia might just be that guy that's providing assists and could do something. But after this, he's gone. So so it's kind of like his time to shine. Um Richarlison yeah. for me in that game. Richarlison, yeah, because mm. I saw for Brazil they put him up front, number nine. Yeah. So I feel like he's got a confidence of playing up front. I feel like he could be the person, could be the huge factor in that yeah. game. So in terms of captaincy option, if, I think uh, it's an option, Richarlison. If you have, if if there are Puki owners out there, I mean, would that be a game where you obviously you're going to start him because Everton look a bit suspect, but are they that suspect that Puki might you might just say you know what let me gamble on Puki because I know he can. But I think if you still have Puki, you're always having that dis- that discussion <laughs> yeah. in your head. Like, I think he can, and then I keep him, and then he doesn't. Yeah, I think. Look, I think you could play him. I against an Everton side which is looking okay. Um, look, I don't see Everton losing the game, but I can see Norwich scoring one or two. I I think someone out there is going to captain him. A triple so. captain. It's always oh, yeah, there. Of course. Of course. So, someone's going to say, like, uh, someone's going to call it. <laughs> triple and, and, and honestly, I have an Everton defender and, I, and, I'm, and I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> then the big one on Saturday is the late kickoff. Man City hosts Chelsea. And I can't call this at all. I'm, I'm, this one I'm, not, uh, I'm saying 2 all draw. Wow. So goals. I'll take a 2 all draw. Yeah. I think Pepe will look at that and say this is a must win. I feel like, yeah, I feel like, I think the, the City boys might just win this, but not a huge margin. Just, I feel like the experience of City holding the ball more, knowing when to attack and winning to just to release the pressure a little bit more will help where the Chelsea boys are just full out attack. Um, and I feel like it's going to be quite too much for Jorginho to handle um, the amount of wave that's going to be coming at him. Plus on the inexperience as centre-backs at the back. So, yes, a draw is likely, but I see City also just taking it just from that aspect of ball controlling and the fact that they just need to put more pressure on Liverpool as well. And they just have to be more deadly and cutthroat. And they're playing at home and all of that. Yeah, exactly. So, so I, think, I think fixture, in terms of the home fixture for City, probably swings it their way. But it's a mm-hmm. tough one for managers because... You're probably sitting with a couple of City assets and Chelsea assets and you're sort of in that position where, well, I've just got to play them all and whatever happens, I I kind of hedge my bets. I would, like, I'm going to go on a limb here. If you have Tammy Abram and Chelsea, bench him. (gasps) I'm going to go on a limb here and I say bench him. Reason being, I feel like the inexperience is going to show against the City side and the frustration is going to show the fact that they don't have the ball much. And they will bring on Sharu uh, or Michi Pichuayo. Yeah. Uh, I can't agree. I'm I, like, I'm Adrian like, agrees with me. Can you see it? I can see it. Can you see it? I feel yeah. like the first, yeah. the, the young, remember, this guy's only 21, 20. And I feel like the frustration from a Chelsea, Chelsea aspect of not having the ball a lot nah. could be a factor. I'll say Remember this. Remember this. Mitch, I'll say mm-hmm. this. Mitch, Mitch, uh, you know, his I'm calls are pretty, are pretty no, yeah, good. They are pretty good. We should but I just have to advocate here for. Some uh, like if you are taking advice from this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> maybe listen just, to me. Just uh, proceed with caution. <laughs> proceed with caution. Well, that's that's just how I feel, man. Tammy so, Abram on the bench. So for my, I mean, for me, I've got four players 
two from Chelsea, two from City, and I'm currently going to play both City, and I'm going to play Abraham, and I'm going to actually bench Mount. That's my. That's my. Yeah, I'm Mount. Yeah. I'm not going to play both Chelsea, but I definitely yeah. want at least one of them in there because yeah. I I think City are still. Yeah. I guess it probably depends on who you have coming in for for Mount um, Lundstrom. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'm, you say, I'm finally going to play so, Okay, so okay, that takes us to our Sunday fixture. There's just one, so you can have a good Sunday lunch and then watch this game in the evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sheffield United hosting Man United. So Jason's playing Lindstrom. Um, I've got Lindstrom, his first sub, at the moment, because I feel like United on the up. I feel like this is the no. kind of. I think I feel like there's a momentum, and I, I hope Mitch agrees because he's usually got good influence on these things. I feel like yeah, I think I think the the the, the there's a connection there between Martial and uh, Rashford. Yeah. There's something brewing there, and then you still have the Warcross, Dan James is also yeah. putting in a shift. So there's there's something happening up front, but just midfield wise, if Pereira's on, he's on. Yeah, if yeah. he's Look. off. He's so off. Yeah. And that could be a factor in terms of giving Sheffield the edge. Because Pereira can control the game really, really well. But mm. I don't know. And plus McTominay's injury. Isn't yeah. he injured, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, so that could be a factor as well. I will say that so, um, uh, Sheffield is the kind of team that United have struggled with. They sort of, you know, the low block teams, you know, where they can sit back and soak up. Uh, attacks United will have the ball more they will attack more but Sheffield will be able to soak it up and they will break very fast and I think that's going to be a problem for Man United however I think Martial is a good asset to have I think uh, Dan James is a good asset but the guy that I'm really looking at now is Rashford those numbers look amazing Mm -hmm. and his returns are are pretty good for someone who no one's talking about um, maybe because he plays for Man United and, and the results don't look good for, from a team point of view, but from mm. a player point of view, Rashford does look like somebody I, in the future, would like to get in and potentially get me some points. So, mm. yeah. for now, I'm betting on Dan James to bring the bacon. No, man. That's true. Yeah, Sus. That's fair. Sus yeah, for man. Dan James. Dan James, yeah. Back it. Oh, you just. Back it. FOMO. I sense FOMO. <laughs> FOMO. I've got Marshall. That's fine. Oh, you've got Marshall. Yeah, yeah, sure. And sure. I'll play, I'm going to play Lundstrom. I'm going to play both of them. You can just attack each other. Yeah, I don't see that. I watched that. I watched you, that first game. My first ownership. This of, is your first Lindstrom start. It's my eh? first Lindstrom start, and I watched this. My my first Lindstrom ownership was when he was on the bench and twelve points or something. Twenty one. No, 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 no. He got he got two, oh, but I yeah, escaped. Yeah. You know, with my life. I think he hit the bar twice, <laughs> and it's just he's just he's just not a defender. Jeez. Nah. So. And the final one we have is a Monday night uh, match. Uh, it's Aston Villa. Hosting Newcastle. So, yeah, the, the weekend rounds up with that one, which I think is pretty tough to call. Um, yeah, could go either way. It's 10 o'clock on Monday night. I don't know if you guys are going to watch. Um, no, there's no watch. one I want from those teams, so I'm probably going to skip that one. <laughs> I'm just le- letting you know. He's got a keeper. <laughs> Maybe he's <Heaton. laughs> yeah. the guy I'm looking for. John McGinn scored over the, McGinn, the international yeah. break. Maybe was it last night? Back. Yeah, for mm. Scotland. Yeah. So maybe. I guess. I, I was watching the um, Newcastle defenders as potential guys to bring in because they've got a pretty strong defense um, I think they're waiting on more clean sheets but not, they don't let many in so yeah well we always didn't we always say that in the beginning of the season we thought that Newcastle would be the whipping boys and they, they are they low down on the log I think well, I but they're not I but I think I the goals against is not too bad they're 13th decent it's not right bad, around eh? what where Spurs are 
Yeah. Oh, I wish we had Spurs, Spurs of fans here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it would have been great to have a Spurs fan in here. <laughs> okay, oh. no. Guys, let's find a Spurs fan. It's only right. It's only right. They're hard to find. Right, so uh, last thing to do is beat the clock. Uh, Mitch, get that for us and uh, we can go for it. All right, um, cool. Yeah, I'm going to give it a think. Um, I don't Jason. mind going first. Oh, you can go first. I don't mind. Um, Jason, you want to? Ca- I'm, I'm captain. Clean sheet. I don't know if you're going to be able to the clock. Nah, I'm good. I'm, All right, I'm no headphones. Listen to this guy, head. man. All right, cool. So, captain, clean sheet, and? and uh, Player to look out for. Player to look out for. Um, okay. Okay, Jason, are you ready? No, 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 no. Should I just go first? Yeah, go, yeah, go, go, for, it, go for it, Mitch. All right, Captain Clean Sheet, player to look out for. All right, I'm going to shake things up. Three, two, one. Captain Jamie Vardy, player to look out for. Perez, Clean Sheet, Manchester City. Get out of mm. here, for real. There we go. All See, right. under, look, nine right. seconds. That's yeah. what I do. This is what I do. Amazing. Was dope. All right, who's next? Okay, I'll, I'll go. I'll go. All right. Here we go, Wes. Captain Aubameyang against Southampton. Whooping boys are going to be back. Um, I'm going to go for a clean sheet for Watford because I own Jan Mat. And then play to look out for Dinia. His last time to shine for me. Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> All right. Adrian, you ready for this? Yeah, I think so. And go. Captain Vardy. Um, clean sheet. I'm going to go for Spurs. <laughs> uh, player to watch I'm going to go for Telemans oh yeah I mean it's a like a like yeah. Perez yeah. Telemans like for like yeah alright fair Jason you ready yeah I'm ready I'm ready and go captain is going to be Jamie Vardy my clean sheet is going to be Everton and I'm going to say the player to look out for David Silva oh wow yeah really you think he's going to get a start yeah yeah. Okay. That's yeah, interesting. I do. Yeah. And I think he's going to score a goal. All nice. right. That's about okay. it. You must own him. I don't. Oh. <laughs> wow. But I'm considering owning him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I am. I am. Yeah. Well, anyway, guys, uh, that's it for the week. Uh, we're going to wrap things up. Uh, good luck uh, for game week 13. Um, hope it's not unlucky for you. All that's left to say is until the next game week, may your sheets always be clean.